Why, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode with Vision 3000 with the Life Coach. We're going to jump right into our conversation today, and I did say conversation uh, because we're recapping. We did an entire series, a five-part series on podcasts um, talking about how the spirit realm works. Okay. Over the last couple of days, we made a video on YouTube about passion to purpose. I believe it's one of the most powerful videos that we've ever uh, put together. The main ingredient from passion to purpose is understanding that your passion is when your desires um, reach your emotions. And when when those two become one, uh, you become unstoppable. So I'm here to give a crescendo um, on that perspective. Uh, what it really means, what does it really mean, okay, um, to be, to have a desire and then to have an emotion attached to it? Because I must give you this caveat that emotion can be negative, it can be envious and jealous, jealousy. You, uh, you have a desire to get back at somebody, and then when you attach that to the emotion of jealousy and envy, you begin to do things out of that. And you do manifest. Though it is wicked and though it is evil, you do manifest. So you do need to understand that as I'm teaching you this principle through this conversation, when you have a desire, but when your emotions get attached to it, almost it, nothing can stop it. So with that being said, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the one emotion that is more powerful than any other emotion in the sense of polarity. Now, polarity means extreme opposites. In the kingdom of God, the most powerful emotion that you can have is love. Love, when you have a desire and then you attach your love to it, That's when you begin to manifest the works of the kingdom, the works of God, and what God would have you to do. When you begin to have a desire and you attach hate to it, that's the most powerful, that's the most powerful manifestation that you can do to take human life to fulfill the works of Satan. Satan said, I came to kill, steal, and destroy. In order to do that to anybody, you need to have a certain amount of hate in your heart to kill, steal, and destroy. So yes, there is a war of polarity happening in the earth between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. I just gave you a billion dollar revelation If you truly desire to walk in the kingdom, do all things through love. Song of Solomon's chapter eight, verse seven says many waters can cannot quench love. Neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would be utterly contemned. Now that's the King James, uh, translation of that scripture. I'm going to read it from the common Jewish Bible as I want to start to condition your mind and get away from anything that drives you to read the interpretation of the Bible from a European perspective or English perspective because you're being brainwashed to not get the proper definition from a Hebrew standpoint 
what they've done is made it a gravy train for you so it can be palatable to your brainwashed European slave mind instead of you taking on a Hebrew mind to understand what the original context said. That same scripture says, no amount of water can quench love. Common Jewish Bible. Torrents cannot drown it. If someone gave all the wealth in his house for love, he would gain only utter contempt. I like that translation because he will gain only utter contempt. That means you give everything you got is for a substance. And if a person knows that they have the love of God in you, they're going to look at you like, really, are you really trying to give me stuff in exchange for the love of God? And that's very important because um, as I personally strive to walk in God's love, I begin to realize that here's the truth. You got to guard your heart because a lot of people don't deserve the love that you got to give. They don't. Or they deserve it in measurements, but you must put boundaries on how you give access of yourself to certain people. Cast not your pearls among swine. Neither give that which is holy unto dogs because you give it to them, they'll trample on them and then they'll they'll laugh at you because they got the best of you. They got something that was wonderful inside of you and some people truly just don't deserve that from you, okay? So as we're talking about this scripture, the main thing I just want to get across is that it's about love in the kingdom. When you begin to think about some things and you begin to think about uh, writing someone or checking up on someone or doing something, do it in love. Do it in love. Do it in love. The Bible says this in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. It says that for the love of money is the root of all evil. Can you can you catch what I just said? Even the enemy takes love because he says that's the most powerful emotion. Somebody desires money and then he attaches love to it. They desire it, but they love it. He takes the most powerful emotion known as love to turn it into evil to get a material thing called money. John chapter 3 verse 16 says that for God so loved. God had a desire, but God had an emotion attached to that that desire. And that was he loved you. I'm talking to the person who's listening to this. He loved you. And therefore, because his emotion of love was attached to his desire, we have Yeshua, the Christ. We have God in all things. Ephesians 4 and 15 says, But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. <clears throat> I remember going over this with myself and going over this with, uh, with a woman that's very close to me about speaking the truth in love. Like, no, don't, don't, don't hesitate to tell people the truth. 
but it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And when you can learn to speak the truth in love, <clears throat> the Bible says that's when we're winning. Ecclesiasticus chapter 25, verse 11 lets us know, but the love of, the, of, of Yahweh passes all things for illumination. He that holdeth it, whereto shall he be likened? You can't compare anything to God's love. You can't compare anything to God's love. Nothing can be compared to God's love. And when you start to walk in God's love, you will understand that there's nothing, there's absolute, let me talk to you from a personal standpoint. There's absolutely nothing a person can give me in the physical or the carnal that would make me jeopardize my self experiencing God's love at a high level. So I leave you with this because this broadcast does not need to be long to get the message across. If you do all things in love, if you, you have a desire and you want something to eat, fix your food in love, turn on some symphony or some classical music, do something that creates an environment of love so that love can flow through you. If, you, if you're not experiencing the love of God in your present relationship, it's easy for me to tell you to cut it off. But I can tell you, get out of it. If, 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 you, if, if you have to take your time, take your time. Okay? If you have to get out of it, take your time. Take your time. Ease out of it, but get out of it. You're not, you're not getting fulfilled. You're not getting the love that God wants you to have. You're not experiencing love. The person is not where you're headed. They're not where you're going. And you don't have to be mean. Okay? You can be very nice, but very firm in letting the person know, this is not the love that I want. 1 John 4 and 18 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. That word perfect means consistent because fear has torment. He that fear is not made perfect in love. Do you find yourself with someone and they're always asking you questions, wondering who you with, where you going, why you doing this, accusing you of stuff? That's not love. That's insecurity. And if you're not careful, you'll take you'll start trying to take on another person's insecurity because they have not matured in the faith to be able to deal with you. And that's what I'm saying to you in closing. Sometimes you have to leave situations and people alone. Okay? You have to leave them alone. Not because they're not good people, but they're not going in the direction that you're going. Finally, 1 John 4 and 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. I don't need to add anything to that. So for those who proclaim that they are Christians or Hebrews or kingdom people, at the end of the day, I always tell any religious person the same thing. It's not how much of the Bible that you know that's impressive. It's how much of the love of God that people can see you living that's going to be impressive. Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 6. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is strong as death. You know, death is infinite. 
Love is so strong that it's infinite. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals there are coals of fire, which has a most be, be, vehement flame. But love is as strong as death. So jealousy is a very powerful emotion to tie to your desires. It's as cruel as the grave. But love is the one that's strong as death. I mean, it's going to happen. <clears throat> if you put your desires and put love as the emotion you attach to it, you're going to manifest. My name is Israel Johnson. I am your life coach. Tools, tips, and revelations. Are you ready to love today? Play it again. <laughs>